the Elevating Entrepreneurs. I'm here doing my second episode with James Fisher Jr. He is an exercise physiologist, author, and also um, works in corporate wellness. Why don't you go ahead and say hi to everyone again? Hi, how's everybody doing? And thank you for having me back. Absolutely, absolutely. So I know last time we were talking about like fitness and mindset and how it interacts and diet and everything like that. Can you expand upon that further and tell us um, some more details? Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, and, you know, just talking to some uh, clients the other day and it's, like I said, it's just getting um, getting prepared, um, you know, to work out, to do anything in life, really. And, um, you know, it's just a lot of people have fixed mindsets. Um, and that's just based off of, you know, life experiences. And, um, you know, there's a theory called the low effort syndrome. Um, mm. It's basically just kind of just, you know, locks you into certain habits, um, you know, and it, and it forces you to make excuses. You know, it just forces you to um, build this, I guess, you know, you could become a hypochondriac in your mind to, uh, I guess, being, um, you know, nervous or scared or just not having enough time. So basically every day, if you can tell yourself the reason why I didn't get to the gym is because I, I have a full time job or I have kids or, um, you know, the gym is 15 minutes away. Um, those those excuses become embedded in you. Um, mm-hmm. And that's called the low effort syndrome, because basically you you're forcing yourself to make up an excuse every day. That goes for anything, you know, um, in life. So once you get out of that, um, you know, mindset of the low effort syndrome, I mean, it's pretty much, you know, sky's the limit. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, what is what is it? What does it mean? What, what does it mean to have a fixed mindset or what is what does mindset mean? Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know what is a mindset. They don't know. They think a, a mindset is just, you know, wanting to do something. Yes or no. Um, that's mm-hmm. not necessarily true. Um, you know, I, I call it mindset management. When you think about it, it's just like everything that you think about, everything that you think about every day, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's good or bad, negative or positive, that's your mindset, you know, and it's like, where do mindsets come from? You know, they can come from your parents. Mm-hmm. They can come from failure. Right. They can come from coaches. They can come from, you know, false growth mindset. And if people don't understand what a false growth mindset is, it's, it's false growth. Um, you know, I, and I'll tell you an example for myself, false growth is this. And when you think about a false growth mindset, it's, 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 it's having a false sense of growth. It's, it's basically mm-hmm. going out. So the other day I ran, I ran for the first time in, I think, two years, I ran a mile. And I was like, mm-hmm. I did a really good job. I did a really great job. Um, the next day I ran a little bit more than a mile. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the if you look at the effort that I put into that mile the first time versus the next, I ran, I may have ran a little bit further the next time. But if you look at the time and it took me the first time to run it in about 10 minutes, the second time it almost took me 30 minutes. And mm-hmm. so that's that's the that's the gross. Even though you're completing a task, you're not completing it as the effort that you would if you were trying to get better at something. So just that's what I'm saying. Just going through the motion sometimes is not enough. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so how do the, you encourage people to change that mindset? Oh, well, that's, here's the thing. You have to want to change, you know, first mm-hmm. of all, you know, you have to open yourself up to growth. You have to open yourself up to growth. Um, you know, willpower is right there along with mindset, you know, mm-hmm. and then maintaining that change. Um, when you open yourself up, it's almost like, it's almost like you're almost bullying yourself. Okay. You, at the same time, you could be a bully and a victim. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's really funny because people bully themselves into doing things that they wouldn't do and sometimes they bully themselves into things that they would do it's almost like you're it's not peer pressure you're just bullying yourself because it's not coming from anybody else but yourself um Hmm. so yeah so what you do is i mean what you do is you combat that you put yourselves in a you put yourself in a different um position that you normally wouldn't wouldn't do so when i do corporate trainings 
and I mm-hmm. work with a lot of managers and a lot of fitness, you know, enthusiasts and things like that. Um, I talk about the leadership of a fixed mindset and I talk about, um, you know, how, how leaders sometimes have to put themselves out. Sometimes they have to lead by doing, mm-hmm. and you have to think about the kind of effort that it takes you to do a task over somebody else. And that becomes an adapted mindset. It might be mm-hmm. easier for you to do something than somebody else. But mm-hmm. with that mindset, you have to think about everybody's not the same. Nobody's the same. So if it takes the same amount of time for me to do something as it would for somebody else, I have to think about, okay, well, maybe it's because I'm used to doing this exercise or maybe it's because I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be expert at it. That's why I can do it better than anybody else. But when you think about mm-hmm. how long, then I, when I talk about the story of where I started, I started off the same way. I started off the same way. And then I talk about the growth it took me to get there and what I had to do to change my habits, change my mind, change my eating to get to that point. So it starts. What did you have to do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure people want to know. Well, I'll tell you this right now. I I really, 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 it took a lot of, it took a lot of, I guess, um, I guess reinventing myself. I almost had to, and and most people, most people don't understand, you know, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with failure. Okay. And people say, what is failure? You know what I mean? People ask me all the time, what do you consider failure? And I was like, failure is anything that you put your mind to that you can't complete. Okay. You know, um, Mm -hmm. those, 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 you know, only, only, you know, my, um, you know, you you can't, you know, only once did Michael Jordan try to, uh, you know, coast through the playoffs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, there's only, you know, when you think about, you know, how many failures attempts it took him to get there and then you say, okay. Um, but failure, failure itself, I mean, for me, it's just like anything that you try to complete that you really can't complete, but it's also a lesson. It's also a lesson. It really is, you know, and then, like I said, um, taking charge of success is a big thing as well. For me, I had to change, uh, my habits. I had to get up earlier in the morning, um, because if I don't work out in the morning, then I won't work out mm-hmm. at all. I noticed if I don't get up at from <laughs> three o'clock in the morning to four, I won't work out at all. My day is done. That is my oh, time. Oh wow, that's yeah. early. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that, that's my meditation time. That's that's the time to get up. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the only time I have to make sure I have a thorough workout to make sure mm-hmm. um, I'm not rushed and anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Then I had to change my eating habits as well and things like that. And then I also had to find a time, you know, every once every day, just to make sure um, whether it, whether it be you know just ten or fifteen minutes a day, is to sit there and just reflect, just sit there and get my mind ready mm-hmm. to go work out. So that's why I have to get up so early in the morning to do that. Okay. So what helps you reflect or like, you know, what value have you found from that? Well, honestly, like it, it, when you, when you think about, so I think about what I did the day before. So it's almost like it's the greatest analogy I can think about is hydration, you know, hydration. So most people, you don't hydrate the day of something you hydrate the day before. And most people get that kind of confused, but a lot of people, yeah. So um, it relates to any marathon runners, any kind of, uh, you know, any kind of, uh, maybe uh, anaerobic sport, anything where you're going to exert a lot of energy. You don't hydrate the day of, you know, I've, you know, I've heard stories of people, you know, you can hydrate 45 minutes before. Well, that's, yeah, if you're already hydrated, you know, you're just refueling your body. Mm-hmm. Most people mm-hmm. refuel and hydrate the day before, you know, when you're really hydrating your body, you're saturating those muscles, you're preparing it for, you know, elongated activity. So I think that is the mind as well, too. You're always preparing the day before and it goes in hand with, you know, business, you know, um, you know, a lot of people get organized the night before they go to work or, you know, they, they, you know, they prepare, mm-hmm. prepare themselves mm-hmm. for a business meeting. Well, that's what you're doing. You're preparing your body for a business meeting with fitness or something like that. So, um, I usually take that little preparation time, you know, the night before, even, you know, pretty early in the morning, I get my mind ready to do that. You know, I kind of sit there and I meditate or I say a prayer or I just kind of just, you know, reflect on what a task that needs to be done. 
So I call that, you know, just hydrating the mind as well. So that's, that's another, um, um, you know, method or technique that I use. And I, you know, and I really just psych myself up. That's what it is. Honestly, I really psych myself up. I think of every single thing that could possibly go wrong. <laughs> and I think of every mm-hmm. possible thing that can go right. And then I just kind of meet somewhere in the middle. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, well, um, let, let's go get this done. So you kind of like walk yourself through the scenario in your mind? Definitely. Definitely. Every time. And, and I'm, and you know, I'm, I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. I'm an um, over-analytical person. So every okay. little thing, I just have to analyze every little thing. I mean, it could be just, I don't know. It could just be, I, I, even when I get in the car in the morning and it's like, okay, do I have this? What I have? And you might consider it OCD, <laughs> but I'm just like, you know, I'm a little, little, um, uh, over, over, overzealous with it sometimes. Even when I get to the gym, I'm sitting there you know, focusing on, you know, the task at hand. I'm overthinking it sometimes. I'm like, okay, if I put this much weight on here and what if I can't lift this? What if I can't, what if I lift too much? What if I lift it too fast? You know, I don't know, you know, if anybody mm-hmm. is like me in mm-hmm. the gym and I'm I'm total overthinker. Um, sometimes I even have to pull <laughs> myself, sometimes I even have to pull myself out of the gym. Honestly, I do. Um, sometimes if I'm feeling too good, I was like, you know what? And I, I have to calm down today. I've, I've exerted myself, you know, I've got my workout, I'm done. So sometimes overthinking yeah. can be bad too, so. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes knowing when, like listening to your body and reading that and knowing when to continue and when to stop. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, I mean, that's, that I'm, I'm, I'm the best and worst at that. Um, sometimes it could be, you know, I'm feeling better. So I'll push myself a little more. Um, other times it's nah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just like, okay, you're feeling good. You don't need to crawl to the car. So (laughs) (laughs) yes. Okay. Very cool. And then what do you suggest for diet? You had mentioned, um, in the last podcast that you suggest people eat based on their blood type. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us more about that? All day. So, <laughs> so yes. yes well, some, yes. Ba- I guess some basics that are important for people to know. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> You're so, like, it's and, not and basic, I, but. <laughs> and I would actually refer to um, a book by Dr. Peter Demandio, uh, Diablo. Um, it is called the four blood types for four diets. It's called eat right. And um, so basically okay. what I, I've studied and, you know, what I learned over the time is just like for the, for the four diets and the four blood types. Yes. You know what I mean? There, there are ways that you should eat around there. There's a blueprint and a code genetically for every single blood type. Um, so for blood type O, blood type A, and of course, you know, B and AB, you're going to have a different blood type for each one of those. And I mean, I mean, a different diet for each one of those. Now I'm not going to get in directly to, uh, <laughs> you know, um, each and every one of them. Let's say I'll go over. So let's say you have, okay, so I'm type O, okay, universal, okay, we're, we're the best, okay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so <laughs> we are, we are. Uh, no, so normally you're going to do a high Mediterranean diet, you know what I mean? So you're looking at, you're looking at somebody like me, and I didn't, and here's the thing, I did not know this before. I did not know anything about my blood type, and this is, this is very interesting about me. I lived and died off the chicken and broccoli. That was me. It was just, you know, chicken, yeah. rice, and broccoli every yeah. day. That's what I was going to do six times a day. That's what I was going to do. And looking over it, I was doing it totally wrong. Even when you're talking about exercise from, you know, anaerobics, you know. So for me, doing basic cardio conditioning, you know, it's 40 to 60 minutes, three to four times a week, mm-hmm. just for me. And that's, mm-hmm. just, and that's just based off of blood type. You know what I mean? My stress level is going to be different. Um, my enzymes my minerals, you know, they're all going to be, you know, affected differently by what I take in, even my vitamin supplement range. Um, but I noticed that, you know, um, a, um, a high, a high uh, Mediterranean diet helps me, uh, baked fish, you know what I mean? Um, a lot of, 
you know, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of things that, you know, really help me. And honestly, it helps me be more nut- uh, nutritional dense too. Like I don't eat a, like I don't have to eat a lot. Like right now I went from eating six to eight meals a day to now I'm eating three, three, three healthy meals a day. And I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Um, it's just, based, mm-hmm. yeah. And I didn't realize that. And I, Interesting. Yeah. I thought they were talking about how you should have so many per day. Yeah. And here's like the thing. No, and, and it's based off of, and, and I guess, you know, I'm a little older now too. I am. So of course it changed <laughs> as I got older, but, hey. <laughs> but no, it's just like, it just depends on, you know, your, 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 your use of lean chemical free meats and fish. That's what I had to go off of. And a lot of fruits and vegetables. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, my dad, my dietary recommendations today generally, you know, discourage, you know, uh, of too much, like too much animal protein. You know what I mean? I, my body cannot tolerate oh, yeah. that. So once I cut that out, my body metabolizes mm-hmm. protein like crazy, you know, lean meats, very, very little bit of, of poultry, but a lot of fish, um, but a lot of, a lot of vegetables, you know, to me. Um, okay. And yeah, that's what I went off of. And to be honest, I've never felt better. And I've been on this, this way for about uh, almost two years now since I started eating, you know, around blood types and things like that and ate a lot of seafood. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, it even breaks it down to, um, you know, race as well, you know, from Af- African-American to Caucasian to Asian the portion size thing like that. it's really amazing if you really 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 want to get into uh huh. yeah it's really amazing like i said i i, I d- so if you had to do me what would you need like what information would you need to tell me how i should eat and stuff if i know my blood type and everything. okay so what so so for instance what is your blood type what is your blood we'll do it right now what is your blood oh type? negative oh negative well, look at you so you're kind of gonna be the same as me <laughs> so i so and oh and here's the thing though here's, here's the perfect thing for you is because i bet you if you ask anybody um, a lot of times, what's your favorite food too? They'll kind of, you'll kind of be on the same page. So I can ask you right now. I can kind of bet. Um, what what's your favorite? Okay. Food? What's your favorite food? I love starble foods, but I would say I like lighter, healthier, like seafood, exactly. uh, Mediterranean. Uh, and, 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 and what did we just say about blood? Eggs. <laughs> what did we just say? Yeah. But that's what I, I already knew. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of funny, like that, right? I bet you when I was talking about my blood type, you were like, "Oh wow!" I bet you. And I and it's, it's like that way all the time. Like I ask people, "What's your blood type?" And I said, "Let me guess. Let me guess. What you like to eat?" And I tell them all the time. And they're like, "What?" And if they're type O, I go over and they're like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah." I was like, "That's what I eat all the time." And they're like, "Really?" And I can always tell somebody who's naturally fit, and because they naturally eat like that, they naturally eat like that. Who's and they don't have to. They don't have a lot of um, you know health issues because they naturally eat for their blood type. Because that's just what they they grew up on, or you know by the way of God, they just found. Yeah. yeah so it's really neat. So you, you're on the right path, even though you didn't oh, know you were, but you're on the good path. So. Uh, that's so it funny. Is, is, that's good. Okay. That's awesome. That's good. Okay. Very cool. Um, what was I going to say? That's interesting. So what else, like, helps like o negative blood type um well o negative and o negative like i said we're you know, the universal blood type so the, the interesting thing the interesting thing about type o is like i said we don't oh man and look, i can go on it for a day so what i noticed about me personally is i really have to focus on uh, my digestive support you know what i mean my my, my digestive system mm-hmm. because that that's something that we really lack you know what i mean and support you know what i mean so you really want to make sure you're eating foods that you can digest you know what I mean? That's 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 going to be a lot of that's going to be a lot of vegetables. That's going to be a lot of you know fiber. That's going to be things that are really going to help you digest what you're eating throughout the day. Um, organic food as well. Mm-hmm. Organic. I've always lived and died by, by organic. Um, you know, there are certain condiments, sweeteners, and additives that I just won't touch either. You know what I mean? There's not. Um, I don't do you know a lot of gelatins, or jellies, and sugars, and things like that. 
Um, it's not that they'll mm-hmm. it's not that they'll mm-hmm. harm you or or no, not not chocolate mm-hmm. things like that. But on average, you know, I don't um, have to assume enormous amount of sugar. Um, you know, or I avoid syrup, even on pancakes and things like that. People think I'm so weird, but I don't even use a lot of, you know, people normally drown their pancakes and things like that. I don't do that. I just, it's <laughs> just a little bit just so I can, you know, things like that. And, that. and that helps me out a lot, you know, especially, and then balancing out calories and, you know, things like that for me are very easy because people don't, I mean, I, I can eat a lot of fish. I can, I can eat a lot of fish and things like that. And it's, and it's low mm-hmm. in calories. So if a piece of salmon's only, you know, uh, uh, 70 to 100 calories and I eat three dozen, I can stay within my dietary needs through the day and I really don't have to stress out about it, you know, so. And uh, also mm. between metabolic support and stress support. So a lot of people don't understand those. It's just like the, the type of stress you can put on your body. Um, you know, type O is very stressed, you know, efficiently, you know, so it seems like, you know, the response to muscle tissue is amazing. Mm. So if you're thinking about mm-hmm. my response and your response, I guess it helps balance out the, the neurotransmitters, you know what I mean, to a mild antidepressant effect. So working out for us is therapeutic. It's very therapeutic for us because it is, yep. no, I'm serious. Yeah. So working out for us is like. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever go crazy? You ever get to a moment where you're like overly overwhelmed and you haven't been able to work out and you're like, oh my oh, God, every I day. Like every day, I get that feeling. I'm yeah. telling you, and that's, I said, that's what, that's what, that's what we work off. It's our stress support. And you know, that's, 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 that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Type A is not type A. You can, you can literally, I can tell you right, right now, type A is not. And I'll, and I'll go over that too, because, oh, so get, living the good life in type O is one thing, but type A, nah, nah, <laughs> not type A is over here. Yeah, really? that's what I'm saying. People don't understand. So the one thing that people have to understand is when I'm saying this, it's just like, oh my gosh, I love to work out, but I'm type A. What does that mean about me? No, no, that just means you built up habits like we talked about. But the good thing about that right. is it's just like type A stress exercise profile is based off of the ability to re- to reverse the negative effects of stress in the blood. So basically, you know, we discussed earlier that it's mm-hmm. not a problem with type O, but it is a problem in type A. Type A reacts to a stress by mismanaging the cholesterol. So basically, you, you, you choose to gain a lot of weight when you work out. And most people don't understand that too because it, what it does is it depresses your immune system because what it does is you have a higher level of blood cholesterol. So, I mean, uh, mm. cortisone. So what it happens is it changes in that, 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 that little bulb flashes in your head. It says, you know what? Um, we're, we're, uh, we're doing the activity we don't want to do. So it, it stresses you out. So basically what it is, yeah. And it puts that stress. <laughs> so exercise that provides calm and focus is, as a remedy pill for type A is a form of grip stress, you know what I mean? So that, so that's a different type. It's a, it's almost a reverse effect. So it puts more stress on you to work out. And <laughs> like, so here's the thing, here's the thing for type A, instead of vigorous mm. exercise, it'd be like Tai Chi or like a slow motion yoga, you know, things like that. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's crazy to think about it like that. So, and that's just type A, that, that it's low impact, low aerobic, nice and stretchy. Mm. Uh, yoga, martial arts, brisk walking, something like that. And people don't understand that just helps ease the blood flow, the energy, the heavy competitive sports you probably wouldn't touch. Um, you know, and that's and that's that's basically what you see a lot with type A. And I mean it's so interesting when you when you break it down like that. Now, and these are all scientifically proven. These aren't just, you know, these are these are many, many studies. And I promise you, every person you talk to be like, you know what? That makes sense now. I understand why. <laughs> you know, or you know, why they, 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 they act the way they do. So, I mean, I, I, I'd live and buy that as well. So, and a lot of my clients have benefited over the years from me, you know, kind of going over that. So that's interesting. That's so interesting. So, um, 
I'm like gonna keep asking about typo. No, nah, go ahead. And I mean, we can, you know, so I know that I'm talking about. I don't. Have, yeah, what else about typo? <laughs> I know that off the top of my head. I know typo because we, 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 like I said, we, um, we, whatever, whatever I can tell you right now, probably what you've been doing is based off your blood type, and I, and I promise you, like I can tell you right now, um, you know, for me, we have several. We have anaerobic swimming, jogging, weight training. For me, is huge. Contact sports, calisthenics, cycling, brisk walking, anything that you skating, even. And for type, like mm-hmm. type O, you have to do something that's going to maintain weight control, emotional balance, and strong self-image. So that's what we are when we go based off of that. And, um, you know, it, it, I mean, you know, it's unique, though, for us because the form of stress is an addition to what we're doing. You know what I mean? It's, it's adding on to what we're doing. And, um, you know, also a lot of us, you know, we have a lot of um, autoimmune, autoimmune disorders, too, like type 2 diabetes, uh, consistent weight gain and you know eventually obesity for type O. That's just how we are. So we, and, and our and that's where that self image comes in because we know in our mind if we start working out we're gonna get bigger. We're gonna have problems. So yeah. So we constantly yeah. in our back of our mind know we have to do this. That's where the self image thing comes in. And also you know we're perceptible um, to you mm-hmm. know depression, fatigue, and insomnia. That's just how. It, and people ask me all the time why I'm up all night, and I say you know what I, I finally figured it out. <laughs> that's what it is. But it's also linked to high stress yeah. and, 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 and the protein and the protein that I've been given for my physical release. So all that goes into and now that I've understood okay. that, it's amazing. So. So how does type O get better sleep? Ooh, yeah, here we go. So you want to. <laughs> so here's, so this is what you <laughs> do. So work out as early as you can. And now you, you, did you get what I'm, did you get, you get what I'm saying now? Because what happens is, OK, that when, mm-hmm. when we work out, it's so intense and so high energy that that carries over. So if you're working out anywhere after three o'clock PM during the day, you're going to carry that metabolism. That metabolism is still going to be kicking mm-hmm. in for at least 24 hours. People don't understand that. Even when you sleep, you're going to be building, um, you know, that, that anaerobic and it's going to, it's going to be preparing at all times. The best thing you could do in this is like work out earlier. You're going to work out a little bit earlier in the morning. And I'm not saying three o'clock in the morning. No, that's just me being crazy. But <laughs> that's just me being crazy. But no, definitely work out early in the morning. Also, don't eat too late either. Don't eat too late. Um, because anytime you refuel mm. your body, because guess what? Food, food is fuel for us. So anytime that we eat anything, guess what that's saying? Anytime we put a carb, anything to our body, it's like, guess what? Get up and do something again. Get up and do something. Get up, get up and do something. So if we go to bed and we're full and mm-hmm. we're laying there, we're mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, why am I, why can't I sleep? Well, it's probably because you have some energy to burn. All right. We have to literally exhaust everything in our bodies for us to kind of just wind down. That's why a lot a lot of times people say, well, the, a lot of people that are B type O would tell you don't eat anything after six o'clock. You know what I mean? Not knowing that, you know, that's just probably because you're type O. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's 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 different wow, for a lot. Yeah, it's different crazy. for a lot of people. So um I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, you you we could go on on and on and on. And I mean, if you really, really, really um you know, are, are interested in knowing, you know, uh, you know, I, I know you know how to, you know, get your heart rate, you know, subtract your age from 220, you know, that gives you your maximum heart rate. Well, a lot of people, what I do help me too, is I take uh, my heart rate before I go to bed. 